so it doesn't get in the way. I'm in sport mode. They did. Was that recorded? Oh, fuck yeah. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Good one. Nice. <laughs> Good one. It's kept in now. <laughs> oh my god. I won't support mom. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I am Jacob Padilla, and my story is Paranormedics. For my cast, I have Lupe playing Anna. Hi, it's me. <laughs> and then I have Jared playing Dave. And Jason. Yeah, what's up? And then I have Connery playing Dr. Burton, Mulgra, Freddy, and that's it. Thank God I was going to say, if you would name one more, it's too many. <laughs> Lupe, you're also playing Linda. Okay. And then I have Geronimo playing... You are playing Taylor Patterson. And then Victor is playing Archibald Van Helsing and Robbie Lawton. Hey, what's up, guys? Cool, cool. And then I am doing the action lines, and I will also be reading for Father Rodriguez, Trevor. That's it. No, I'm going to be Father Rodriguez. He gives <laughs> all the best lines. I can be Father Rodriguez. Obviously. How come I can't be Father Oh, you will. Trust us. Mm-hmm. Oh, you will. He'll be a fur father. Anyway. And on sound, we have Jose Ibarra. If you want to follow him, he's a great sound recordist. Mm-hmm. Audience member. Grace and Hits. And Niles. And Niles, the dog. <laughs> The intern. The intern. There's also a ghost around, but we don't know the name. <laughs> no, yeah. Yeah. But we're don't choosing not to, to acknowledge them. <laughs> no, they are acknowledged. Thank you all so much for being here. Let us begin. We will have an intermission at the end of page 27. <laughs> here we go. Exterior, apartment, day. Slow pull in with a bird's eye view of an apartment building. A woman's screams can be heard the closer we approach. The screams grow louder and louder. Until finally, hard cut to Anna, resilient problem solver, lying on her bed, breathing heavily, with her cheeks flushed. Jason, boyfriend of one of Anna's murdered friends, lies next to her, wipes his mouth, and stretches out his jaw. Wow. Thanks. My pleasure. You called me John again. Oh, uh, I'm sorry, Jason. I couldn't help it. No worries. I was using a technique I used on Veronica anyway. Nice. Anna breathes easier and gets out of bed. She goes over to her closet to take out her neat and clean paramedic uniform on a hanger. Jason remains in bed and watches her. We should stop this. I don't think it's helping us to move on. Anna places the first pieces of her uniform on her methodically. I have move on. You're calling me John, and you're still wearing that. Jason points to a blue twine bracelet on Anna's right wrist with a glow-in-the-dark full moon emblem on it. This was the last gift he gave to me. And, like, you don't think of Veronica. I do think of her. That's why I think we should stop. Anna pauses while buttoning her shirt. 
Jason, we have a good thing going here. We know each other. We trust each other. I can't do this with strangers right now. I get that. Neither can I. But doing this just keeps reminding me of Veronica. John, all of them, are gone and it hurts. Anna lingers on Jason with a blank face, then angrily buttons her pants. This hurts? You weren't on the camping trip. You didn't watch them all die. You don't see the cycle that killed them in your nightmares every night. But you know what? We all grieve differently, right? And if this will help you heal, then we'll stop, okay? You're not being fair, Anna. I lost people too. Are you sure you should even be back at work? Anna, now in full uniform, grabs her bag and heads to her door. In my nightmares on my time off, I would see him kill all of them over and over again. Ever since I started working again, I would only see him kill one of them every night. So yeah, I'm sure. Anna swiftly opens her door to leave. Happy Halloween. Leave your key. Anna slams the door shut. Jason stays in bed, fighting back tears. Interior, Anthony Wayne Mental Institution, Day. Dave, humble know-it-all, sits in the visitor's park of Anthony Wayne Mental Institution with his brother Brad, blank but sweet face, at a park bench. And so that's how they determined if witches could float or not. Brad looking off into the distance. Apparently they're having a Halloween cupcake party for all of you. That sounds fun. I wish I could be there, but I have to work tonight. A lot of paramedics with kids took tonight off. Paramedics with families. Dave's depression distracts him as he stares into the distance. He shakes it off and looks lovingly to Brad and puts his arm around him. I don't think Barbara will be visiting with me anymore, bro. She still gives you her love. No matter what, though, we still love each other. Dave notices Brad's doctor, Dr. Burton, approaching them. Oh, Dr. Burton is here. Let me go say hello. Dave pats Brad on the shoulder as he rises from the bench to meet up with Dr. Burton. They shake hands. Dr. Burton, it's good to see you. It's great to see you, Dave. Now, I don't want to get any, any hopes up, but we may have a breakthrough with Brad. What? Really? That's amazing. God, finally, a break. Is he speaking, or...? Still no speaking, but we found him writing. He wasn't writing a novel or anything like that, but this is still huge progress considering the state he has been in since. Dr. Burton cautiously looks over to Brad and leans in closer to Dave to whisper. Kate's murder. Oh my god. What was he writing? Let me show you. You might have more insight into this. Dr. Burton takes out from his folder a written sheet from front to back and hands it to Dave. Dave eagerly analyzes it. After he looks it over, his face drops, his mouth shakes, and tears form in his eyes. On the paper is the word Sasha written over and over again, front and back on the paper. Dr. Burton's excitement fades away at the sight of Dave's expression. I assume you know who this Sasha is. Dave takes a couple seconds to compose himself before answering. It's the name Brad and Kate picked for their unborn daughter. Dr. Burton consolingly places his hand on Dave's shoulder as Dave sighs in frustration. Brad follows a butterfly as it floats in front of him and then rises up into the sky. Interior, ambulance, dusk. Dave sits in the passenger seat of ambulance carriage unit 656. He holds his lit cigarette in his mouth as he stares blankly at Brad's paper. Anna opens the driver's side door and hops in. 
Sup. Sup. Dave and Anna do their own handshake. Happy Halloween. Hell yeah. Who knows what freaky shit is going to make people call 911 tonight. For sure. Maybe we'll get something other than food poisoning and panic attacks. Dave puts out his cigarette, then flicks it outside. Exterior, ambulance, street, dusk. Dave and Anna cruise along the city, awaiting calls. How's Brad? He wrote this. Dave hands Anna the paper. Anna looks to Dave with delighted surprise, then quickly grabs the paper and reads it. Sasha? His would-be daughter's name. This is good, right? Isn't this progress? Like his mind is coming back? The trauma is still bearing down on him. But he's working his brain. This could be a sign he wants to come back. Or a sign he's going to get worse. Probably wind up back on suicide watch. Come on, Dave. I thought faith was useful in times like these. Fuck faith. It's just brought me nothing but misery. Well, misery loves company. Anna hands Dave the paper. Keep it. Anna looks to Dave sympathetically, then goes to open the glove compartment to find a rosary inside. Now what's that doing in there? Doesn't do me any good. It gives us luck. Besides, not only is it Halloween, there's a blood moon tonight. We need to protect ourselves. Now put it back on or I'm going to strangle you with it. Dave smirks over to Anna and he takes the rosary and paper. He puts it over his head, tucks it under his shirt, and places the paper in one of his extra pockets. How's Jason? He wants to stop. No, oh, yeah? You don't? You think I should? If you're not hurting yourself or anyone. It hurts him, apparently. Hmm. Then you should probably stop. <sighs> I know. It's just nice to have someone. I know what you mean. It's nicer when they want you to be there, though. Trust me. Anna glances apologetically over to Dave, still looking straight ahead. I want to be here. Dave looks over to Anna and smiles. I want to be here too. Let's see whose life we're going to casually save first. Exterior, ambulance, night. Dave and Anna hightail it down the main street, sirens blaring. They assist with minor incidents from resuscitating a kid who choked on their candy to fixing a masked monster's broken nose after being struck by a surprised mother. Bless you. Their ambulance blares. Sorry. It's sirens as they hurry to their next call. Unit 656 en route. Two mics. What exactly does dispatch say? A heart attack or a seizure? Said it could be either. The caller wasn't clear. Dave and Anna arrive to a house party. They rush inside and are met with a college bro dressed as a priest with no sleeves on his muscled arms. My girlfriend's over here. She's still spazzing. Please help her. It's okay. What's her name? Linda. Dave and Anna approach Linda, dressed as a casual nun with her dress stopping at her thighs and wearing the headdress. Linda is seemingly having a seizure on the floor. However, she is also making growling animal sounds. Her skin is pale, but her veins are popping out and are black. What the hell? Linda, Linda, can you hear me? Linda mumbles in some sort of language. What is that? Is that Spanish? Some of it sounds like it. Anna opens Linda's eyes and flashes her light into them. They are glossed over and milky as if her pupils dissolved. Shit, she might be hemorrhaging. We have to move her now. Get her on the gurney. Dave and Anna get Linda's spasming body on the gurney and rush her into the ambulance. Priest follows. I need to come with her. All right, come on, hurry. Dave and Priest enter the back of the ambulance with Linda while Anna drives. In the ambulance, Dave continues prepping Linda, her heart racing. What's your name? Trevor. Trevor, is Linda epileptic? No. 
Does she have any pre-existing conditions? No. What happened before the seizure? How was she? She was... Trevor blinks, simply stunned, shocked. She was what, Trevor? I need as much info as possible if we're going to help her. She was weird. She had been getting more and more pale the last few days. I kept catching her talking to herself. She just wasn't herself. What happened at the party? Did she drink anything? Eat anything? No, she just stood in the corner and stared at nothing. She was seriously creeping everyone out. They didn't know if she was messing around or what. Then... Trevor is entering a state of shock. Stay with me, Trevor! R right before the seizure, some black bile shit came out of her mouth and she said a name. Malgra. Dave freezes. He slowly looks to Trevor. Malgra? Yeah, then boom, she started throwing herself around and started having her seizure. Dave looks down to Linda. She mumbles in that other language. He lowers his ear to her to listen to what she is saying. That's not Spanish. It's Latin. Linda mumbles something more comprehensible. What was that, Linda? Talk to me. I can save her. Who? Linda opens her blink, milky eyes, turns her black-veined face toward Dave. Sasha. Dave freezes. Linda smiles at him with the black bile staining her teeth and oozing out of her mouth. Her seizure continues. Dave rushes to the front with Anna. Is she stable? Her heartbeat is 290 over 150. Step on it. Shit. What happened? Are you religious? Not particularly. Why? Certain religions like to use scary stories to motivate us to do what is right. This woman is making me remember one in particular. Trevor holds on to Linda's hand. Her eyes open wide. Babe? Linda looks over to Mac. Oh, whoops. To Trevor with her yellow and red eyes. She crushes Trevor's hand. He screams in pain. Dave looks back to see what's going on. What's happening? Linda's arm breaks out of the gurney and grabs Trevor by the neck. She throws him through the back ambulance doors. Anna breaks hard in the middle of the street. Jesus Christ! Dave rushes to the back to keep Linda strapped in. She screams in a monstrous voice and yells in the dark language. Anna runs out of the ambulance to check on Trevor. She approaches his mangled body after just being thrown out of the moving vehicle. Checks vitals. He's dead. Dave keeps hearing Linda say Malgra. He struggles to keep her strapped in the gurney. She's about to break free. Anna, get over here! Anna rushes back to the ambulance. She helps Dave to keep Linda strapped in the gurney. The boyfriend's dead. What the hell is wrong with her? Linda's strength is still too much and she is about to break out. Hang on a second. Take out his, Dave takes out his rosary. What are you doing? Dave wraps the rosary around his hand and places it on Linda's forehead. She screams in pain while Dave says the Our Father prayer. Linda stops struggling to break the straps as she is subdued in pain. Anna is dumbfounded. Get us to 7676 Sycamore Drive. What? We have to go to the hospital. The hospital can't help her. Get us to Sycamore Drive. Go. I have her, but only for so long. Shit. Anna rushes to the driver's seat and goes full speed ahead to their new destination, leaving behind Trevor's mutilated and broken body. Exterior, 7676 Sycamore Drive, Our Lady of Merciful Help, Catholic Church, night. The ambulance arrives to the front of Our Lady of Merciful Help Catholic Church. Dave and Anna rush out with Linda on the gurney, in pain from Dave's praying, but quickly recovering. They hurry to the entrance using the wheel-accessible ramp. 
What the fuck is going on, Dave? This is the only place we could help her. How? They approach the door. Dave pulls the handle, but the door is locked. Something, there's something evil in her. He knocks as hard as he can and shakes his hand after, as he heard it from the banging. Father Rodriguez, Catholic priest, answers the door. Oh my, David, what is happening? Father Rodriguez, I apologize for disturbing you, but... Mother will tear off the genitals and replace them with crosses! Ay, Dios mío, bring her in. We don't have much time. Interior, Our Lady of Merciful Help Night. They bring Linda to the main altar of the church. They keep her strapped in the gurney. Linda is growling at the pain of being in the church. Father, she keeps saying Malgra. Is that who I think it is? A powerful sorceress banished to hell by St. Michael. Her power came from those who broke the Tenth Commandment. You shall not covet? Correct. What did this young woman desire that she could not have? We have no idea who this lady is, and she murdered her boyfriend, so we can't ask him. Then we must find out directly from her. Father Rodriguez grabs his rosary from around his neck, wraps it around his hand, and places it on her forehead. What's her name? Linda. In the name of God, allow me to speak to Linda. Grant me her audience. Lights flicker in the church. Wind blows out some candles. No one gets to speak to that bitch. She's mine. Her envy is delicious. Silence, you foul demon. Grant me audience. You will be Christ himself to pry me out of this whore. Dave's hand still wrapped in his rosary. He puts it on top of the father's hand. Grants us audience! Linda wails in pain from the reinforcing power of Dave's faith. <laughs> Dave looks over to Anna, stunned by all this. Anna, put your hand on top of ours. Help us! I'm not Catholic. You're a medic. Now help us. Anna hesitates and puts her hand on theirs on top of Linda's head. Grant us audience. Linda screams in pain when suddenly she goes unconscious. They remove their hands. Anna feels for a pulse. I got a pulse. Did it work? Linda, Linda, can you hear us? All of them slowly lean in closer to Linda, holding their breaths. She suddenly awakens, grasping for breath and breathing heavy, her eyes back to normal. However, her black veins still remain in her body. What's happening? Who are you? Where am I? Dave gets out his mini flashlight to examine her eyes. You are in a church, my dear. Her eyes are back. No signs of concussion. Linda, I'm Dave. This is Anna and Father Rodriguez. You're experiencing possession by a demon. We need you to answer a question for us. Um, what? Uh. Margula is trying to come back. We don't have much time. Linda, what do you covet most? Uh, covet? What do you want that you can't have? Does it have to do with Trevor? Trevor? No, I don't want him. Ah! Anna looks to Dave to make a look of slight relief. What do you covet, Linda? Tell us. I covet Taylor Patterson. Ah! Malgra reemerges into Linda's body, maniacally laughing. A pathetic, pathetic child. She will never have him. But I will have her soul. 
And then I will become closer to re-entering this world. Not if God has anything to say about it. Father Rodriguez punches Malgra in the face with his fist wrapped in his rosary, and it breaks apart. The strike Ah! knocks Malgra unconscious. Dave and Anna step aside with sighs of exhaustion. Who the fuck is Taylor Patterson? Someone she knows. Anna goes into Linda's pockets and finds her phone. Anna holds the phone to Linda's face to unlock, but it does not recognize her and remains locked. Damn it! Anna holds the phone a little farther away from Linda's face, but close enough to still scan her face, and it unlocks. Yes! Anna opens Linda's Linda's Instagram and types in Taylor's name. She finds his profile. Found him! Anna goes over to Dave to look at the IG story of Taylor Patterson dressed in a werewolf costume at a dance rave with the location tag Butchers. We out here. Y'all better calm down. It's freaking raging. The sprinkles just started raining blood, but fuck yeah, let's go. Taylor then tastes the red liquid and he grows concerned. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Hold the fuck up. Is that real blood? The IG story ends. He's, uh, oh, go. He's at Butcher's. I know where that's at. You must retrieve Taylor and bring him here. He could be the key to freeing Linda from Malgra's hold on her soul. Yes, father. Do what you can to keep her subdued. We'll be right back with this guy. Let's go! Anna follows Dave as they rush back into the ambulance, turn on the sirens, and book it to the butcher's dance club. Interior ambulance, night. Anna drives with haste down these streets with Dale, with, while Dave sits anxiously in the passenger seat. On their CB radio is chaos. Calls going out with all sorts of emergencies occurring from invisible aliens to toys coming to life and murdering people. The hospital is probably a hellish mess right now. Yeah, good thing we didn't take Linda there. I suppose. Dave hesitates and finally speaks. She said her name. Who? Sasha. How does she know? It's dark magic. She's trying to tempt me, gain power from me. What do you covet? I could have saved Kate, in turn saving the baby, but I got to the scene too late. If she had held on just a little longer. We don't go there, Dave. You know that. I know. I know. Especially tonight. We can't go there. Anna looks at her twine moon bracelet. I wish I could have saved John. He gave his life to make sure I got away. We could have gotten out of there together. You got to kill that monster. John knew you were the only one who could. And he loved you. Still does. He does. He does. Let's get this Tyler guy and save another life. Like usual? Like usual. The ambulance shoots down the streets with sirens blaring. Exterior, Butcher's Dance Club, night. The ambulance makes a hard stop at Butcher's Dance Club. Dave and Anna grab their kits and hurry inside. Interior, Butcher's Dance Club, night. Dave and Anna burst in the entry doors to a foul stench of ashes and sulfur with blood all over the walls and floor. They see a nearly empty club filled with dead bodies and piles of ashes scattered throughout. Some people linger trying to help their injured friends. What the hell happened here? Is this how it normally looks? No, I've never seen it like this. A man dressed as Freddy, tending to a woman on the ground dressed as Daphne, drenched in blood, yells out to Dave and Anna. Help me, please! Dave and Anna rush over. Anna checks the vitals of the woman. Dave assesses her wounds. What happened here? It was the craziest shit, man. We were all dancing, having a good time. Then all of a sudden, 
It starts raining actual blood from the sprinklers. Daphne is pale with blood pouring out of a large amount of uh, bites all over her body. Then everyone just starts biting and eating each other. My girlfriend and I tail it out of here, but someone punched me in the face and I fell. When I woke up, everyone was running and panicking from the mass shooter. Then I found my baby like this. Mass shooter? Yeah, I think it was a shooter. He might have been using a flamethrower or something because he would be shooting people. Then they'd catch on fire and blow up. Was this guy dressed in black? Nah, man. It wasn't Blade. This was some old dude. I can't find a pulse. No, baby! <laughs> <laughs> Freddie bursts into tears. I'll try and give her CPR. Dave, go find Taylor. He's in a wolf costume. Hopefully he was able to get out of here. Wolf costume? He's over there. We want him to be our Scooby-Doo. They both look over to see Taylor Patterson in his werewolf costume surrounded by a puddle of blood. Oh, shit. Try to help her. I'll see if he's all right. Anna commences CPR on Daphne. Dave rushes over to Taylor, pale from blood loss with a large bite mark on his neck with blood gushing out. Dave finds a faint pulse. I've got a pulse! Dave opens his kit and wraps up Taylor's wound to stop the bleeding. Taylor starts to wake up and mumble. What happened? Taylor? Taylor Patterson. Uh, yeah. Yes. You have a large wound in your neck and have lost a lot of blood. I need you to come with us. The, to the hospital? Eventually. Wait right here. Uh... Dave hurries over to Anna, still conducting CPR. How's it looking? Nothing. All right, call it. Taylor's alive, but he's lost a lot of blood. He doesn't have long. <sighs> that demon bitch wrecked all of our blood packs. Shit. We have to take him to the blood bank then. The blood bank? The hospital is hell right now. It's easier to go straight to the bank. All right, fuck it. Let's go. Freddy, I'm so sorry. Dave and Anna rush to Taylor and lift him up. They carry him to the ambulance. Freddy sits next to Daphne's lifeless body. Finally. I thought they'd never leave. Freddy mutates into this horrendous monster with his body splitting open and limbs shifting into different positions and lies on top of Daphne absorbing her body into itself. <laughs> He's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Interior ambulance night. The ambulance rushes to the blood bank with Anna driving and Dave monitoring Taylor. How's his vitals? Faint, but steady. I am so thirsty. We'll get you some water soon. Just hang in there. Dave checks Taylor's eyes with his light. Taylor's color in his eyes are transitioning from brown to a light blue. What the hell? Exterior blood bank night. The ambulance arrives to the blood bank, but Anna notices it doesn't look right. It appears deserted and broken windows, with broken windows and lights flickering inside. Other ambulances parked out front left running, but no drivers, with some crashed cars in the parking lot. Dave! Dave goes to the front with Anna. No, now what? Maybe it was looted? Well, they better have left enough blood for us, because this is getting ridiculous. Anna goes to park the ambulance at the main entrance. They hurry out with Taylor and enter the bank. Interior blood bank night. They enter inside to find the place deserted. Lights are flickering with blood on the walls and dead bodies spread throughout the hallways. Fuck. Fuck! Taylor is slowly losing consciousness. 
He doesn't have long. Let's find the blood, get him stable, and we'll get the fuck out of here. Right, let's go. They make their way deeper into the building. Then they hear moans. They pause. What was that? There might be people here after all. What a relief. Are you sure about that? Thirsty. Come on, this way. The three turn a corner and in the middle of the hallway they find a man in a doctor's coat huddled over a person on the ground. They can hear munching sounds. Hang on to him. Anna, wait! Anna approaches the doctor cautiously. Hello? Do you need any assistance? The doctor freezes. The munching stops. He slowly turns to look at Anna. The doctor's skin is pale and decayed. He has blood all over his mouth. His eyes are lifeless. Anna notices a dead body in front of the doctor with its insides open and brutalized. The doctor lets out a loud moan. Oh, great. The doctor rises and limps his way toward Anna. She notices more hospital staff coming from the end of the hallway in a similar state as the doctor, moaning and limping their way toward the three. A male nurse, Nurse Fletcher, appears from the corner and calls out to them. Hey, over here, this way. The three turn to them turn to face him, then immediately follow him. They all run down the hallway, getting away from the walking dead hospital staff. Interior storage room night. Nurse Fletcher brings them into a storage room. Once they are inside, he secures the door with various items. What the hell are you doing here? I put out a call for everyone to stay away from here. Dave notices Fletcher's name tag. I'm sorry. Fletcher, is it? I'm Dave. This is Anna. We're trying to get blood for this patient. His name is Taylor. He's dangerously low. What happened here? You are looking at the shit after hitting the fan, my friend. We started bringing patients here to deal with the overflow at the hospital. One dead patient came from a cri- came in from a crime lab. Their body was found after spending weeks in a power plant. Then it came to life and started biting everyone. Then boom, zombie outbreak in this place. Luckily, they're remaining inside so far. What are you still doing here? Why haven't you escaped? I let out a distress call explaining the situation, and thankfully help is on the way. Figured I'm safer here than out there. Wish you the best of luck with that, but we need blood. Is there still some in the vaults? There should be, but you shouldn't go out there. It's infested with them. Stay here until help arrives. We don't have the time. We're in the middle of another situation. There must be something in the air tonight. Do what you gotta do, then. We'll need a weapon. I've collected some items and brought them in here. Take whatever you need. Dave and Anna look over Nurse Fletcher's armory in the storage room. They see a fireman's axe, a machete, a rake, a shovel, a saw, a broken broom handle, and a chainsaw. What the hell is a chainsaw doing in here? Anna shrugs with uncertainty, then she grabs the axe. Dave grabs the shovel. I'm not sure how to kill them. I've just been running from them. Remove the head, destroy the brain. Remember? Oh yeah. Anna does a practice swing on a box and cuts it clean in half. Fletcher, can you please monitor Taylor until we get back? We'll try and be quick. Sure thing. Good luck. In my experience, luck comes in clutch. Anna and Dave go to move all the items from the door. Then they pause before stepping out and look to each other. I still want to be here. I still want to be here too. They clang their shovel and axe together, take a deep breath, and step out of the storage room. Fletcher rushes to put all the items back on the door. And here's where we'll take our intermission. That's 
That's another first time. That's gonna be the screen. Jose, you have a hard job. Thank you. Are you recording? Yeah. All right. Taking it from the bottom of page 27, interior blood bank hallways. Are we, are we all ready? Yes. Yeah. Thank you all for the intermission, and yep. here and away we go. Interior blood bank hallways, night. Anna and Dave cautiously sneak through the hallways. Two zombies pop out from a corner. Anna swings her axe into the head of the zombie in front of her and pins it against the wall. Dave smashes the head of his zombie with his shovel, and it explodes like a pumpkin. And Anna's zombie slides down the wall with half its head gone. Anna yanks the axe out of the wall, dropping the rest of the head off the blade. They move on down the hall. They approach a cold room vault where blood packs are kept. Here it is. Fucking finally. They look through the windows to find a young man in a torn-up Dracula costume on a table with his shirt cut open at his upper chest where there is a bullet wound that was being treated. And there's a patient on the table in there. Male. Is he alive? I think I see him breathing. Dave tries opening the door. It's locked. Shit. Probably locked it to save him in there. Anna taps on the glass with her axe. See, it is... Ballistic glass. She gets up and puts herself in ready position to swing on the door. Move aside. If you start banging on this thing, it's gonna attract attention. Then we better be quick. Anna raises her axe and makes her first swing on the door. Interior storage room night. Nurse Fletcher keeps an eye out on uh, through the went door window slit. Taylor lies in pain, losing consciousness. I'm so thirsty. I can't take it. Fletcher turns to Taylor, grabs a water bottle, and tends to him. Here, we'll be saved soon. He'll be all right. Fletcher pours the water into Taylor's mouth, but then he spits it out and coughs. Whoa, what's wrong? Taylor instantly grabs Fletcher's neck, choking him. Taylor looks up to Fletcher with his light blue eyes and tiny black pupil, devoid of a heartbeat. Like I said, I'm thirsty. Taylor grows monstrous fangs in his mouth. Wait, wait! Taylor sticks his teeth into Nurse Fletcher and drains his body of his blood. Interior, blood bank hallways, night. Anna bangs on the doors with her axe to loosen it. Her and Dave hear moans from the zombies drawing nearer. They're coming. Almost there. One more swing from Anna. She busts the door open. They rush inside and start barricading the entryway. The moans sound closer. Interior vault night. Anna and Dave search the vault for blood they need. Oh. Oh. You got any typo over there? I'm looking. I'm looking. They're shuffling around. Wakes up the bullet wound patient, Robbie Lawton. Who? Who's there? Where am I? Anna turns to see Robbie gaining consciousness and discombobulated. She approaches him. Dave briefly glances them, continues searching for the typo blood. Hey, uh, I'm Anna. I'm a paramedic. You were at a blood bank with a bullet wound. What's your name? Robbie. Robbie Lawton. I have a bullet wound? Robbie moves to see where the bullet wound is, then flinches in pain after he sees it. What the hell? When did I get shot? Last thing I remember, I was on my way to a club, then I blacked out or something. Anna assesses the wound a little more. The bullet is still inside. Can you take it out, please? Anna looks to Dave. He immediately looks back at her. 
He looks out the window to see the zombies are gathering down the hall. You have until I find this pack, or when they get here. More than enough time. Anna grabs the tools beside Robbie and gets to work. Interior, blood bank hallways, night. Taylor strolls down the hallways, blood all over his werewolf costume and mouth. He licks blood off his fingers. He runs into a few zombies, however they leave him be. Taylor nonchalantly passes by them, then accidentally bumps into one. Oh, I'm sorry. Taylor continues strolling until he hears Robbie screaming. His interest is piqued and he follows the screams. Interior vault, night. Dave continues his frantic search. Anna almost there with removing the bullet. God damn it! I can't find any typo anywhere! Just grab two packs each of whatever's here and we'll figure it out. Dave quickly grabs two packs each of whatever blood is there and puts them in a backpack he found. The zombies approach the vault from outside. They see the three fresh bodies inside the vault and they all bang on the windows. They move toward the door and they try to breach in. Dave hurries to the door to keep everything in place and uphold the barricade. It's time to go. Anna! I'm almost there. From the hallway, Taylor turns the corner and finds the whore trying to get into the vault. He makes his way there. Back in the vault, Anna finally takes out this long silver bullet from Robbie's chest. Got it. Patch him up and we'll fight our way out of here. Thank you very much. I really appreciate (laughs) Robbie freezes. Then he winces in more pain. Robbie? Robbie, what's wrong? Robbie's limbs contort and grow. Razor sharp claws and sheath. His teeth grow into monstrous fangs. Fur rapidly grows all over him as his body increases in height. His face contorts into a dog-like creature. You've got to be kidding me. Anna and Dave see before them a full-grown werewolf wearing what remains of Robbie's Dracula costume with the cape and all. The werewolf howls as the zombies surround the vault. Anna and Dave remain frozen as they don't know what to do next. Robbie, the werewolf, looks down at them and growls, then his attention goes to the zombies breaking through the barricade. Robbie roars, then lunges at the incoming zombie horde. He rips apart the zombies, limb by limb, biting off heads and spitting them out, slashing and dicing with his claws. He's too quick for them to bite him or overwhelm him. He's fending them off! We gotta go! Yup! Anna and Dave head to the door when they are stopped by Taylor. Taylor! Are you alright? I'm fine. Just thirsty. Where's Nurse Fletcher? He's dead. Do you have any blood? Yes. Here. Great. May I? He hands Taylor the backpack. He looks inside to find all the blood packs. Uh, Loves it. Taylor shoves (laughs) Dave. Taylor shoves Dave, and he flies back on the ground. Thanks for the snacks, but I need a a couple more meals. Taylor hisses at Anna and Dave with grown fangs along with his claws. Oh my god. Taylor readies his body in a lunge position, but is then tackled by Robbie, and they crash through a wall. Anna and Dave quickly get out of the vault and follow them. Robbie has Taylor pinned on the ground. The monsters roar at one another. Anna and Dave peek through the wall. After they roar, the monsters stare at each other. Then Robbie licks Taylor's face. Taylor is confused, then looks deeper into Robbie's eyes. Taylor's fangs and claws recede. Robbie? Robbie starts transforming from his wolf form to his human form. Hey, babe. Babe? Robbie and Taylor passionately kiss on the ground. Anna and Dave look to one another. Taylor Patterson is gay? 
Linda covets what she can't have. Taylor pulls from Robbie. Linda? Linda Magneo? Taylor and Robbie rise. Yes, she's a friend of yours, right? Yeah, did something happen to her? It's a long story. Are you a vampire now? Um, I think I am, but murdering nurses Fletcher's kind of confirms it. Yeah, and I guess I'm a werewolf. Maybe that wasn't a pit bull that bit me. You don't say, baby. <laughs> Can Taylor even still help us then? I don't know. Vampires are children of the devil. Putting them in Mulgar together might be a bad idea. If there's anything I can do to help Linda, I'm in. She's a sweet girl and a good friend. I want to help too. What else I can do for reuniting me with my boo? Taking this bullet out of me. Honey, you got shot? Uh, apparently. It might have been when I was on my way to Butcher's and probably got turned to werewolf. Mm. I'm so sorry Linda doesn't have much more time. Dave, are they coming with us or not? Dave looks to Robbie and Taylor in their new forms. Fuck it. We gotta try. This way to the ambulance. The monster squad makes their way down the hall. Baby, who shot you? Interior blood bank entry night. At the entry doorway to the blood bank, an old decrepit man dressed in a brown trench coat and a bucket hat holds a large 44 Magnum handgun and a Winchester shotgun. Three wooden stakes are in a strap across his chest. Archibald Van Helsing steps inside to survey his surroundings. No need to fear, children. Archibald Van Helsing has left the call for aid and hell follows with him. Archibald enters the building. Interior blood bank hallways night. Anna, Dave, Taylor, and Robbie cautiously make their way through the hallways. Anna and Dave have their respective weapons in hand. A horde of zombies appears up the hallway and charges toward the squad. Where do they keep coming from? Who cares? Let's fuck them up. Robbie transforms into a werewolf while charging at the horde. Taylor follows as his fangs grow out and his fingernails turn into claws. They both roar as they charge toward the horde. Anna and Dave charge close behind. Robbie slices and dices. Taylor decapitates four zombies simultaneously in one swift and sudden motion. Dave bashes the heads in of a couple zombies and curb stomps another. Anna rips the head off a zombie with her axe, hurls it at another zombie's head, and it bursts it then trips a charging zombie to make it fall face first onto her axe blade. We gotta go! The squad moves up when from around the corner the crime lab zombie comes out. A shriveled green glowing corpse with green smoke coming out of it. The fuck is that? The crime lab zombie. The crime lab zombie roars and raises its hands. Green smoke leaves them and goes into the dismembered bodies of the zombies the squad just slayed. The green smoke puts the zombies back together, mismatching some parts, and they come back to life. That explains why there's so many. It's just the same amount. The zombies begin to surround the squad. The crime lab zombie roars. Then its head gets blown off. The corpse falls limp to the ground with Archibald behind, holding his smoking Winchester shotgun. Then the rest of the zombies fall limply and lifeless to the ground. Oh, fuck, I'll be damned. You're already damned, you vile heathen! That, excuse me, bitch! Robbie <laughs> growls and barks violently. That's the old man who shot you? It appears my ancestor's spirit has led me to his unfinished business. Van Helsing? My next bullet will be straight into your skull, hellhound! Archibald raises his 44 Magnum. Sir! Sir! Please put the gun down! We appreciate your help with the zombies, but we need to get out of here, and these two have to come with us. Their evil has blinded you! I will free you from their influence! Step aside! Anna looks to the wall and notices a fire extinguisher. She immediately grabs it, pulls the pin, and creates a smoke screen. 
Go, go, go! They all run away with gunshots following them. Evil dies tonight, motherfuckers! <laughs> <laughs> they finally make it to the entry. Anna tosses the extinguisher and they book it out of the building. Exterior, blood bank night. The squad rushes into the ambulance. Anna in the driver's seat. Dave in the passenger with Taylor and Robbie in their beast forms in the carriage. Anna turns the key in the ignition, but the ambulance is not starting. Of fucking course. Taylor sees Archibald at the entry reloading his pistol. That creepy fucker is coming! Stop this bitch! Archibald breathes heavy as he makes his way to the ambulance. Anna keeps turning the key and pressing on the gas and still nothing. Archibald draws closer. Dave takes out his rosary, wraps it around his fist. Please, God, start this car. Anna turns the key one more time and the ambulance starts. Thank God! Anna punches in, the ambulance takes off. Archibald hurries to his oversized pickup truck and hightails it after them. I don't appreciate this Catholic dogma being influenced on this post, guys. Yeah. Just like it's like, yeah. <laughs> well, on the way to the church. <laughs> <laughs> Exterior, road to the church, night. Anna maneuvers an ambulance expertly through the burning streets of the city, hurrying to the church. Dave sits in front of a stunned tailor, sipping one of his blood packs with a straw. Mm. Linda, covets me? What does that even mean? Wait, she wants to have sex with me? Maybe? We don't know for sure. All we know is you may be the key to saving this woman's soul from this demon. Oh, whoa, 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 this is heavy. I mean, we had better luck with evil, Mr. Rogers. Robbie spots Archibald in his truck, catching up to them, and barks at everyone. He's gaining on us? Oh, fuck. Dave hurries to Anna. Anna, we gotta lose this guy. He could fuck everything up at the church. I'm on it. Anna swerves and swerves. She takes quick turns onto sudden streets. She drives into oncoming traffic, but Archibald is doing surprisingly well staying on her. Archibald is close enough to take out his Winchester and opens fire on the ambulance. Taylor jumps on top of Robbie to keep him down and protect him from the blasts. God damn it, how's this guy still on our tail? We're almost to the church. Get rid of him. I'm fucking trying, Dave. He's on us like a bad stain. Robbie growls in rage. He barks at Taylor. No, baby, you're staying in here. I'm not taking any chances with you. Robbie calms down, rubs his head into Taylor's chest, licks his face, and suddenly leaps out of the ambulance and lands on front of Archibald's truck. Yes, foe beast, embrace your end as I send you back to the depths of hell. Archibald steadies the Winchester at Robbie. He fires a shotgun and Robbie swiftly dodges the blast as he goes to the side of the truck and tears at the tire. The tire then bolts out of the truck and it flips over in the air. Robbie jumps from the truck and back into the ambulance carriage. He looks Taylor again. Archibald's truck rolls over and over again until it stops at the front of the church where the ambulance has finally arrived. Exterior, Our Lady of Merciful Help Catholic Church, night. Everyone gets out of the ambulance. Dave and Anna go to check on Archibald in his total truck. Taylor and Robbie get out of the carriage. What are you doing? Leave him in there! It's our job. Archibald's truck is upside down. Archibald lays on the inside roof of the truck. Anna checks for vitals as Dave assesses more. This guy didn't even wear a seatbelt? Taylor looks up at the church with Robbie. I haven't been here in a minute. Robbie grumbles. Yeah, it is an excellent night for an exorcism, I'd say. Back with Anna and Dave assessing Archibald. I've got a pulse. Faint. Broken leg, broken arm, broken rib. 
What do you want to do? Deal with him after. As long as he's alive, come on. Anna and Dave leave Archibald. They approach Taylor and Robbie. Please tell me he's dead. He's alive. But don't worry, we'll press charges on him later. Uh, all right, well, is Linda in there? Let's go. Wait, this is a house of God. You might burn up once you get inside. Bitch, fuck. Okay, rude. <laughs> Taylor looks over to Robbie with a frustrated glare. Robbie shakes his head in agreed disappointment. It's because you're a vampire. We'll bring her out out here. We'll be right back. Don't kill the crazy guy. Please. Promises, promises. Taylor and Robbie turn to Archibald. Robbie growls while Taylor's fangs slightly grow out. Right as Dave and Anna approach the door, Dave freezes and turns to Anna. Remember, whatever that thing tells you, don't believe it. Anna nods. Dave opens the door and they rush inside. Interior church night. Anna and Dave rush into the church and find a grotesquely terrifying view. Almost all of the inside of the church is splattered in blood. The pews are destroyed. The frosted glass windows are cracked with pieces missing. Puddles of blood all over the middle walkway that lead up to the mutilated body of Father Rodriguez hoisted onto the main large cross of the altar. Blood trails from his eyes, ears, and mouth. His entire mid-region torn open with all his organs missing except for some lingering hanging intestines. Dave looks closer at the small statuettes along the walls and finds the organs placed on them. Dave falls on his knees. Anna covers her mouth in shock. Oh my god. Sorry, this is no longer his house. Malagra floats down from the ceiling and hovers above the main altar in front of Father Rodriguez's body. Malgra covered in blood as she fashions some of Father Rodriguez's intestines into a makeshift rosary for her to wear. You mustn't feel too sad. Father Rodriguez did his best to contain me. However, he learned the hard way that my power cannot be contained. Dave summons himself up with his shaky legs, his rosary wrapped in his fist. Linda! Linda, listen to me! We have a way to save you! Linda is gone, Dave. You failed her. You failed Father Rodriguez. You failed your brother. You could have saved Kate and Sasha. You didn't. Now they burn with me. Dave freezes at these words. He can't get himself to move. Anna grabs a wooden pike from a destroyed pew. You shut your fucking mouth! As should you, coward. You let all your friends die while you only saved yourself, you selfish cow! No! Yeah, oh yes. They burn with me too, and you know who cries out for you the most. Your dearest John. John? Yes. Save him. Anna, save your great love. Is this not what you covered most? I can save him? Dave shakes it off and runs to Anna. Anna, don't! She's lying! She only wants our souls for her power! But I can save John. No, Anna! Uncle Dave? Dave freezes and slowly turns to Malgra with her head tilted up and her mouth wide open. Uncle Dave, it's me, Sasha. I'm here with Mommy. Can you please take us to my daddy? Please? Sasha. Dave and Anna both kneel. Essence of their souls flowed out of them and stream into Malgra. 
Let me give you what you want. As long as you give me everything. Dave and Anna grow weaker. Then the church doors burst open. Hi, everyone. Malgra puts her head back down as she shoots her glare at Taylor's arrival. A glimpse of Linda appears. Taylor? Malgra shakes off Linda and she falls to the ground. The streams from Dave and Anna stop and they regain some of their energy. Seeing as this doesn't seem to be a house of God anymore, I think I'm welcome to come right in. Taylor steps into the church and nothing happens. He continues forward. Robbie follows behind him while holding Archibald still unconscious. Linda, honey, is that you? Malgra struggles to keep Linda at bay and growls in pain. Dave and Anna recuperate. Yes, Taylor, keep talking to Linda. Bring her out. Linda, you don't look well. Do you need some help? Taylor draws nearer to Malgra at the altar. Malgra notices as she struggles to keep Linda at bay. Stay back! Malgra unleashes a large wind gust from her. The gust blows Dave and Anna back to the ground. Robbie sinks in his claws into the ground to hold himself and does not fall over. Taylor is unfazed by it. Sorry, I don't think any of your shit is gonna fucking work with me. Yes, yes. You are touched by the devil. He is tainted. You can never have him, your pathetic child. He can never love you. What are you talking about? Of course I love Linda. Linda comes out more prominently. You do love me? Taylor draws nearer to Linda. I do. I care so much for you. That's why I'm here, to make sure you're okay. Dave observes them. Yes. Yes! Malgra speaks through David. What are you celebrating for, you little shit? I can still draw my power from you and your wench! David goes back to normal. Oh no. Anna! Anna recuperates from her fall and looks to Dave. If Malgra leaves Linda, Malgra will go to us! Malgra speaks through Anna. That's right. If I can't have Linda, I'll have your soul instead. Anna shakes her off. What do we do? Dave ponders with Malgra banging on his head. Then a sudden realization takes over him. We have to let go. Let go of what? What we covet most. Dave crawls over to Anna. Anna crawls over to Dave. Taylor is now right in front of Malgra, painstakingly trying to hold back Linda. I'm sorry I cannot give you the same love that I give to Robbie, but I give you my love nonetheless. No one is as sweet to me as you are, Taylor. Because only I can see the light that shines so brightly in you, my dear. A light I want to help you share with the world. This bitch in you wants to destroy this light. We are not going to let that happen. Malgra yells in rage from Linda, Anna, and Dave. The yelling awakens Archibald. Huh? What the fuck's happening? Dave and Anna meet each other. They grab each other's hand. Dave gets out his brother's paper with Sasha's name on it. Anna takes off John's twine moon bracelet. Taylor takes Linda's hand. Let love be genuine. Abhor what is evil. Hold fast to what is good. Dave takes out his lighter. He lights the letter on fire and places it on the ground. 
Anna puts her bracelet on top of the letter and it is caught in the fire. Love one another with affection. Outdo one another in showing honor. I want to be here. The fire absorbs itself into a bright orb that floats over the ashes. Malgra lets out one last scream of pain from the three. Taylor grips Linda's hand tight. Dave and Anna grip each other's hands tight. The orb explodes into a bright flash of light that consumes the entire church and the screaming ends. The light fades and the church is back to normal. No blood or organs. Father Rodriguez's body vanished as well. The blackness from Linda's veins clear. Her eyes return to her beautiful hazel shade. Dave and Anna breathe heavy from exhaustion. Taylor helps Linda up and clears the intestines off of her. Dave and Anna help each other up and check on each other. You're good. You're good. Malgra's scream returns and surprises everyone. The scream is not coming from any of them. Robbie grabs Archibald from over his shoulder and holds him as Malgra screams from Archibald's body, Malgra's most available vessel. All look to Malgra screaming in agony. This is not the end. I will use this decrepit fool to rip all your souls apart. All of you will burn. Robbie looks over to Taylor. Taylor smirks with his fangs out and gives Robbie a nod. Robbie smirks back with his fangs, looks down to Malgra. Malgra looks up to Robbie in terror. Ah, fuck. <laughs> Robbie growls, then sicks his teeth into Malgra Ultraball's throat, utterly mauling it to shreds to the point where Archibald's head falls off its body and rolls over to Dave and Anna. They look into the dead face of Archibald as the black veins and eyes clear, and they can hear Malgra yelling in agony as she is leaving his body and returning to hell. Dave and Anna look to one another, then shrug. They turn and rush over to Linda with Taylor to check on her. Robbie picks his teeth with his claws and spits out whatever is left of Archibald's body from his mouth. Exterior Church Dawn Anna and Dave lead the squad out of the church. Taylor, holding Linda close, notices the sun is rising. Uh, I need to head inside soon. We'll take you all home. Robbie comes out of his wolf form. The three head to the ambulance. Anna looks over to Dave, looking upon the church. She approaches him. Hey, uh, I'm sorry about Father Rodriguez. Thank you. He'd be proud of us. Yes, he would. Anna and Dave turn to Linda, who surprised them. I'm so sorry about Trevor. Thank you. Thank you both for everything. All part of the job, miss. It is? Do everything we can to save a life. Mm. This is true. Aunt Linda hugs them both. Then everyone hops into the ambulance. They drive off into calmer streets. Exterior, Anthony Wayne Mental Institution Day. Brad sits peacefully on a park bench in the visitor's park. Dave approaches him, still in his messy paramedic uniform. Hey, Brad. Did you have a good Halloween? I had a really eventful one. Brad sits with his same blank expression. I brought someone who wanted to see you. Anna, still in her dirty uniform, approaches them. Hey, Brad. It's good to see you. Can I sit with you? Brad sits blankly, then slightly moves to the side. Dave and Anna perk up and they take a seat with Brad on the bench. The three enjoy the peaceful morning view of the park. I had a dream. Brad reaches into his pocket and takes out a folded paper. He hands it to Dave. He cautiously unfolds it, then reads what is written inside. 
Anna watches him read with eager anticipation. She notices tears forming in Dave's eyes and a gentle smile forming. Anna smiles too in relief. What does it say? Sasha told me she loves us. Tears form in Anna's eyes. Dave looks at Anna with teary eyes as well. They smile at one another. Anna, Dave, and Brad notice a white butterfly land on Brad's hand. They watch it lift off his hand and float towards the sky, present in the peace they feel at this moment. Fade to black. Geronimo, what do you want to plug then? Hello everyone, my name is Geronimo and I am the guy that played the vampire. You will find me at, at Tamaraku, that's T-E-M-A-R-A-K-U. I think I spelled that right, I'm a little drunk. But anyways, who doesn't care? <laughs> if you enjoy the sound of my voice and not being demonic, you might enjoy me <laughs> on the franchise where several people who have voiced on this have also been on. It's yeah. on the, uh, oh, and by the way, we talk about movie franchises. I feel like I neglected to mention that both times I plugged it. But yeah, we talk about movie franchises, me and the wonderful Tyler Dennering. Uh, yeah, but check it out. It's on Apple Podcasts. It's on SoundCloud. It's on Spotify. It's on Stitcher. I guarantee you, you will find us anywhere you want to find us. Oh, yeah. Lupe? I want to plug friendship. But Whoa. if any type of friendship is Mortal Kombat in the end friendship oh, those fatalities because right yeah friendship right. oh my That's... god lupe grabbed victor's head and put him on a rain unicorn <laughs> they're flying they're flying flying. victor what would you like to plug uh hi i'm victor i played the uh sexy werewolf boyfriend and the uh oh, yeah. psycho not blade uh vampire slayer uh if you like my voice or random shit um my tag is the kaiju sleeps uh oh, yeah. instagram and twitter x whatever the fuck it's called yeah uh i'm there so jared what would you like to plug uh hi my name is jared Padilla. I was the voice of Jason and Dave. Yes. Uh, you could follow me at. I'm eyeing too much. You could follow me on Instagram at JaredPadilla07. And I recently started making music. You could follow that at D O O M S D A Z E. Thank you. Doomsdays. Special thanks to our sound mixer, Jose Ibarra. What would you like to play? He's going to <laughs> plug the sound in. I don't know, man. Anyway, <laughs> thank I'm you sorry. all. Stay tuned for our roundtable discussion episode, either uh, with uh, all the writers. Um, stay tuned and have a happy Halloween, everyone. <laughs> the Instagram social for this is at pencil in the stone pod. Yes. A pencil in the stone pod. The pencil in the stone pod. Pencil Fuck you. Pencil in the stone pod, motherfucker. Pencil in the stone pad. Stone pad. Pencil, pencil. Stone, stone. Yeah.